My Journey with Cancer. I've discovered a golden truth that from the start I was in your heart. A revelation that changed my world that from round one I am God's son. To be sure, in my mind, just who I am brings such peace, such joy. In my heart, in my soul, this means everything. I'm a man on a mission, I'm God's envoy. For now, I cancer sufferer. I'm a human being with cancer. It's my belief that God has called me to be frank and open about my cancer and my journey, whether it be long or short, to tell the world what it's like to have cancer and to walk that journey and to share with anyone who will listen what God can do so that you can see what cancer treatment is like. For many of us, it's a mystery and it's a frightening thing, but it isn't. It doesn't have to be. And if you listen to my journey, it might give you hope in yours. Pops, yeah, we'd love to come on the journey with you. Amen. Hello, my name is John Sheep, and at the moment I'm in the Scorthorpe district of Doncaster with John Daniels here. She's here. She's here. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were here. Okay. Come on in, John. Good morning. Well, you brought us some, shall you? Well done. You both have today, yeah? Have visitors. Yeah. Today, don't you? Um, I'm really tired this morning. You're so not bothered about having a wash on the Just my face. Yeah. I'm in pressure care. Yeah, I just. Right, that's the. Just a quick one. The towel on the face, cloth yeah. on the face, and these are for the bottom areas if you need any of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm just... Yeah, we've got friends. They came over from Cheshire mm-hmm. yesterday. They stayed overnight, so they're popping back to see us. So they go again today. So. We, we won't let them go because they're only people who've got friends. Oh. <laughs> Not really. But... So they're off back to Cheshire today, are they? Yeah, we're going to do about an hour recording the Summer Media shows. Because yeah. if we do an hour, it's like four shows for me. Yeah. So John will stay for a, maybe a couple of hours. And, We'll do some recording and then off back. Go and see what the world's got out there. Hi, Diane. We've just got carers in and some friends at the moment, so can I get back to you, darling? Diane, we'll get back to her. All right. Wish we'd back off already. She's a friend from church. No, no, not yet. Another friend, see? Oh, we've got them queuing up. It's like when John and Fiona arrived, we said, Sometimes carers are coming, go and have a look at the garden. Yeah, no problems. Yeah. yeah. Just makes it work. Yeah. Right, ladies, well, thank you very much for your help. Oh, and we'll see you again sometime. You will? Yes. yes. That's Grand and Grandad and the little boy. Mind you, he's a little bit older now. I thought you had twins then to start with. I thought yeah, one and two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
That's him now. Oh. That little big in that week. Oh, look at his hair. Isn't he gorgeous? I've become a boring fan, Dad. Have a lovely day, Yeah, you too. Thank we'll you. see you soon. Take care now. Bye. Nice cap of rosy. Do you fancy a biscuit? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel better now. I do, yeah. Please. But everybody like a biscuit. If you have a look at the tin, if you have a look at the tin, all, all the way around the tin, it's Christmas thing. Oh, the yes. The donkey. Yeah. The camel. And then when you look at the biscuits, you'll see. Oh, come on, look at that. Christmas biscuits. Oh. We saved those from the sister. Mm -hmm. Who sent them Oh, look at them. Oh, wow. Them. We, we can't eat those, is there? Yes, we look, can. There's four missing on there. They've been eaten. It's only till June. I'm, I'm not eating them. And the other had obviously Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus on the oh, first wow. one. And a donkey. Yeah. Oh, and a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, have yourself to a biscuit. Have a crisp. Come on, which one are you having, John? You must have the shepherd. Are you going to a biscuit or not? Yes, I will. Yeah, you are. Small one. What do you want? Just a star, if you understand? No, wise no. men. Okay. I've realised I'm not a wise man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh. We've still got some recordings to do. Where do we get to? You, you'd gone, in, gone into gone hospital. In and the first lot of chemo didn't work. You were too ill to actually go for any more, and you'd come home. Right. And that's where we, we came home to when you were, we were waiting for a fortnight's break before you went back for anything else. Right. And then this is where all this leg thing kicked off. Can you please tell us just briefly what happened? Right, yes, that was quite traumatic. We'd gone into hospital to have a normal oncology visit at our clinic and um, we'd been seen by the palliative care team who were going to take over pain control. The outcome was not what we expected. When the consultant said, John, the cancer has spread rapidly in an explosive kind of way and has now invaded all your back and all the back of your chest. And your first vertebrae, which is often known as T1, has fractured and is unrepairable. If we attempt to repair it, we will do more damage. So the pain levels that you're living with are the pain levels you're going to have to live with. And we can do no more treatments that will prolong your life. So effectively, that consultant told Chris and I that I was now in end-of-life care and that my journey was almost done. Um, it was very, very hard to live with. Any admission, you had to suddenly, very unexpectedly, get rushed back into hospital. Can you please tell us just briefly what happened? Disaster strikes, and it's the old classic of one step forward and one step back. My alarm wakes me at 2am. It's a way of coping with my incontinence. If I'm going to empty my bladder, I might as well choose when I'm going to empty it rather than empty it all over the bed. So we wake at 2 or 2.30 and go to the toilet. Within three steps, I crash into the bedroom wall. Next one, clinging to the door and desperate to get to the toilet. I stagger to my bathroom. It's almost a crawl back to bed, but I'm covered in sweat and shivering more than I ever have. I wake Chris eventually. I get to sleep under an extra duvet and two hot wheat bags, which she finds for me and gets me sorted with. We assume this is caused by changes in medication and stop these to be safe. Unfortunately, this wasn't the case. Gradually, my feet and legs get worse and worse. 
I get to the point that I can't walk at all. Obviously, something has gone badly wrong. I must admit I am frightened as I realise I'm in serious trouble and so we call the hospital. After my oncology nurse team advised me to go into hospital, we contacted our GP reception to arrange an urgent ambulance. Sue, the receptionist, was absolutely lovely and ordered an ambulance immediately. She's got to know my face and my condition over the weeks and so she broke no delays. It took time. An hour later, the ambulance arrived, a Red Cross transport service, and I'm loaded into the back, ready to go. Soon, Chris and I are on our way to A&E. The guys on board proved again the value of volunteers assisting our healthcare professionals. Efficient, friendly, and above all, kind. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with the old time work principle of A&E, and Doncaster has designed a system so complex, I feel, it will be, to someone, the perfect little baby. But to normal people, it's confusing and very, very slow. The guests stay with us till I'm at the hospital trolley, and I'm relieved to know that they're there to help. I'm clacked in by a very new and sparkling junior doctor. Things progress as I'm examined and prodded and poked. As expected, it takes hours for people to make decisions. And although I can move my leg muscles, weakness is obvious. That and the acute pain in my back made for a very hard few hours. Eventually, I moved to the next phase, the clinical diagnostic unit. Again, it's examinations and tests, neurological examinations of every kind. Another long and frustrating wait till finally, at 1am, I moved to the medical assessment unit. Here, I find a bed. It's a long time since we arrived at 2.45 in the afternoon. Chris finally makes her weary way home well after 2am and I settle down in my new home. It doesn't end up there though and I am eventually transferred to Ward 27 which really does become my home. But it's not all doom and gloom and along the way I meet a veritable flood of caring people who would seem are there just for me. So it's just a small homage to those underrated and devoted carers who are our National Health Service. I just wanted to bring a positive word in all of this darkness and fear and trembling. It's not easy when dealing with cancer to bring any kind of joy, but it is there, and during the admission I rediscovered the scope and excellence of our unique healthcare system. Here for me is an example of the joy I found and the great people I met along this short but difficult part of my journey. It's hard to remember everyone, and A&E sees so many doctors and nurses coming and going, you don't get to know them. But again, I'm treated with a massive dignity and respect. My pain is increasing, and my feet getting more pins and needles by the minute. A doctor, kind and well-meaning, fills me in. We are once again on our way to a new unit. It feels a privilege just to be here and to hear you share that. What grace is mine That he who dwells in endless light Calls through the night To find my distant soul And from his scars 
Lord, mercy that would plead for me, that I might live and in His name be known. What grace is mine? To know His breath alive in me, beneath His wings, my waking soul may soar. All fear can flee, for death's dark night is overcome. My Savior lives. You've been listening to my journey through cancer. So I'd like to invite you to join me next week at the same place on the dial at the same time and walk a while with me. If you've found what you've heard today helpful, if it's brought up issues in your life, then why not phone in to the Flame Studios? Jesus, this means everything to me. In you I have my true identity. Jesus, this means everything.